it's Natasha and Khalil and we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 183rd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week we're doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Sex. Ooh la la. Good are you, one. Are you excited? Of course. Exactly. <laughs> but before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of things to go over. First, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do. It's the greatest way you can show support and it's how you actually join the conversation. Because if you have the app, then you can put it in the comments and there we go. We're talking. Who doesn't want to talk with us? Hello. Thank you. So please do that. Now, if you're like... Gosh, Glow, we love you, we want you, we need you, right back at you, boo. But for some reason, you can't get another app on the device that you listen to podcasts on. Well, A, that's sad, but B, that's okay. You still can show support by making sure you're subscribed and followed on whatever platform of choice that you're choosing to listen to the show on. So for instance, we have lots of love from iTunes folks, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, our YouTube channel, which has been growing, which is nice, SoundCloud, we put episodes there iHeartRadio, Spotify, Hello Pandora, right? So we're all over the place. So please make sure you're subscribed and follow, following the show wherever you're listening to. And now, of course, you can also subscribe to Woken Free via email by doing that on the WokenFree.com homepage. And that's really great because you can encourage your friends and family to do it. So that way, every week you get email notifications of every new episode. So there's literally no excuse to miss an episode fantastic. Now, if you want to holler at us on social media, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, I said TikTok and Pinterest at Woken Free. And of course, if you have 90 seconds, you can do a lot with that. But what we'd love for you to do is to go to the listen tab on WokenFree.com and pick the platform of choice you'd want to review the show on. You know, we have a couple of uh, some nice five-star reviews on iTunes. I think you might be the next one, guys. So Go on there. Give us our reviews. Tell us how you love the show. We love you for it. And with that, I think we can keep this moving. Are you ready to get into the episode? To talk about sex, I'm always ready. If you say so. (laughs) No, you know. I'm quite nervous now. (laughs) Yes, you should be. Okay. As you should. All right. Well, how about I kick it off? Question one. How important is sex? At this point... In this universe, oh lord, for these creatures oh, that live god. on this planet, Are you talking about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about all the cre- beautiful creatures of the planet Earth, especially yourself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it is the of utmost importance. Oh lord, is what I would say about it. Okay, okay freak Nick, just think about it. <laughs> You didn't even, you gotta just fathom. Without Mm -hmm. sex, we would not be here. Sex for humans is the top five of the most important things for humans to do. I'm afraid to hear what one through four is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's all about sustaining life, so... uh, Bathroom, oxygen, things like that. Yeah, water. Yes, water. Bathroom might not be the most important. Uh, Yes, you have to expel your, you know, toxins. Yeah, but what if you take in no toxins, then you excrete no toxins. Oh, gosh. So it might be possible. (laughs) So that's why I can't say. I can't put that at the top of the list. But you do need air and water or oxygen and water. Okay. All right. All right. And sex. (laughs) Let's not forget that one. Yeah, pretty important. (laughs) 
Okay, so for you on a one to ten scale, it's an eleven. Not for me though. I'm just saying it for like humans. Okay, why don't you answer the question then? Not just for the humans. Oh, that and it's agreed then. Oh, it's agreed. Okay. Yeah, you did know that. Mutual mutual agreement. Okay, you agree to agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree with the human sentiment. Ah, uh, how very generous of you. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Well, my answer is the following. I believe sex is very important, but I don't think it's something that should be trumped over other things like intimacy, friendship, uh, really vibing on a genuine level with someone. I think that sex is a physical expression of the other things that you can do or feel for another person. So yes, it's important, but you know, there are people who are, you know, maybe are dealing with certain life conditions or issues that prevent them from maybe being able to have that physical expression through sex. So I wouldn't say that, like, if you can't have sex, you can't have a meaningful connection with someone else. Like, so I think it's important, but I think sometimes we have to also understand there are other ways to love and be intimate with other people and not just have sex. Okay. Yeah. Question. The the girl answer. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Not to genderize the answers, but. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. (laughs) Watch out now. Mm -hmm. Question two. Do you believe men want sex more than women? I believe the media wants us to believe that's the case. However, I don't think that a sexual drive can be generalized based on just gender because there's so many different varieties of people within each category of gender. So I think that we're all different, which means that we all have different sexual journeys and there are different times and seasons in your life where you really, really have a high sex drive and sometimes you don't. And I don't think it's a simple correlation between what genitalia you have between your legs that determine how much of a libido you have. All right. That's an interesting way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Now, I would disagree with your answer. Okay. And I disagree because I believe biologically men are programmed to want sex more than women. Mm -hmm. And... How I come to this answer is because men produce roughly 525 billion sperm cells. Prove it. While women have about 500,000 eggs after puberty. Men instinctively want to spread their genetics, while women don't need to be as aggressive. You just describe men as like, you know, like low-key rapists. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you... It's if you have a lot more of stuff, you can spread the wealth compared to if you have a lower amount. So I'm just looking at biology. Yeah, but just because we so might that's have what less, does that. like, it's just innate. output doesn't mean that we don't have the same desire. It just, you know. It's, but I, the person's going to, the being that's going to be driven more is the one that has more to give, is what I'm saying. I'm just saying men have more to hey, give. I mean, that, if you think so little of your gender, that's your problem. But I'm not saying, <laughs> wait, why are you saying think so little? Like I said, he's low-key, like, aggressive rapist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're thinking that. I'm That's not saying cavemen. Be like, they're just aggressive. And I'm just saying by biology. Ejaculating everywhere. Like, <laughs> no, I'm saying there's a lot to spread, though. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Question number three. Do you need to share the same sex drive as your partner does if you're in a relationship with them? It is ideal, but it doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. In that case, you must compromise. So have a side check, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you mutually both come to that conclusion, then that can work. (laughs) That can work as well, but that's not how you solve that problem. That's just more people to have the issue with. To have sex with that, wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) No, to to have to compromise with. Now you have more compromises to make. 
And you can only compromise but so many times before well, hey, you, you lose your mind. Well, you got to get the seat out, right? So you got to do what it takes. Well, you have a lot of wealth to spread. Oh, jeez. Is what we'll call that's it. That's what we'll call that wealth. Yeah. Uh, excellent. That's, okay. that's a name for it. Yeah. I think it could help if you find someone with a similar sexual libido as you have, but uh, it isn't something we can always predict, right? It's not like you can look at someone and be like, oh, I'm really attracted to them. And I see, you know, there's their sex bar above their head, like we're on sims or something we could say oh it's half filled mine's half filled like no like you you don't know that so you know uh to your point i believe like anything else in a relationship you have to compromise meet in the middle uh between both of your needs and also it's not just sex generally but the type of sex you want right like is your partner going to satisfy you during the experience as you satisfy them right like there's different ways of making sure that the the, the sex that is shared between the people are is fully enjoyed. So, you know, you talk about it and you experience it and hopefully you have fun along finding your compromising moments together, I guess. All right. And if not, you know, there's always porn. So, yay. Okay. <laughs> if you know what I mean. All you know, right. Sometimes it has to be a self-serving situation. Interesting. Indeed. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Question four. Why is it so taboo to talk about sex in America? I personally believe based on like the Puritan and Christian history in this country. And I mean, in this world, really, there's so many different places that really struggle with uh, having sexual liberation in their society. And I I believe uh, America seems to be on that same beat. And, uh, you know, it is, to your point, a little outrageous because without it, none of us would be here. For us to be alive, someone had to get knocking boots. Yeah. So, you know, this weird kind of obsession of wanting to hide and cower from this conversation is bizarre. I think I'm not saying that, you know, I should go out and get milk and see people banging, you know, in the getting while while they're like, getting cheese. I think that that, you know, there's a place and a time for everything. But uh, <laughs> it's sex isn't a dirty thing. It's the reason why we're alive. And it, you know, it really should be celebrated and not looked down upon. And, and for people who have a career, you know, involving sex, again, why are we shaming people? This is a very natural thing that human beings and to your point, all creatures have to do to, to kind of procreate and continue on their lineage. So let's let's get out of our own way with this. Yeah, it goes back to the original colonizers and their strict moral standards that said sex was wrong. Mm. It is said even that this stemmed from them believing humans are damned and should not reproduce. So mm. that's why sex became kind of like a no-no. So I wonder why they're raping their slaves so much then. Huh. Well, because remember, there, there's an innate, it's innate in your mind that you have to have sex. So how yeah. can you go against what your mind is to, or what the nature is telling you to do? I just think that that's funny, too, because it's like, oh, sex is wrong, but slavery is not. Like, you know, like that's just well, so funny you, to not see. But remember, it's because the, how you can go and draw, draw rationalize. on it. You just so, yeah, you there. say slavery can be right because those aren't humans, right? Ah. And but it's then, right to treat, but then it's also right to sleep with non-humans, like right, exactly, like it yeah. Becomes very all that bizarre. is okay, yeah. Very bizarre how humans rationalize. Yeah, it's in our world. it's pretty crazy if you can't really think about horrifying. it too much, or you realize yeah. that and that it's makes no sense. Actually, logical sickness. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Question number five: How much should partners discuss sex in their relationship? I think it should be discussed a couple of times a week, just to make sure you're on the same page as your partner. I think that's like healthy. I would take. Uh, is that why you do what you do? Uh, yeah. 
I don't drop hints or anything. No, they're definitely not hints. They're actually directives, yeah. Directives? <laughs> <laughs> Practically instructions. Oh, drop and give me 50. Drop and give me 50. Or isn't there Careful a song that says that? To. No, there's like a song that, that, there's a song about that, or I don't know. Uh, I thought it was like a Nelly song or something. Oh, uh, uh, Shake Your Tail Feather? No, well, I mean, he has that song, but I know he had another song that wasn't as popular, and it, uh, maybe that's why. Well, I, I know, know you don't give hints, you give directives, yes. Wow, I wouldn't think of myself like that. I think of myself as just uh, like a, I don't know, kind of the person that just waits. A sex sergeant, huh? No, I, somebody, <laughs> like a soldier. Oh, God. You are so I wait. I wait my orders from the commander. Am I supposed to be the commander? <laughs> <laughs> Our mission is going to be lost. Oh, right. I didn't, I didn't know. Wow. Yeah, so no. I might have to, I got to change my title then, I guess. Yeah, you are definitely not the soldier in this. Well, scenario. I act like the soldier is what I'll definitely put out. not. <laughs> in your mind, I don't. But in no. my mind, in, in my reality, mind, I was well, being a soldier. Mind, you're, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm not saying that's what it is, but mm-hmm. that, that's how it appeared. It's an interesting question. I I think finding like talking about sex personally sometimes has made me nervous just because like I remember like growing up and whenever boys would talk about sex like I never understood if they were just talking about it just to be funny or if they were like 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 were you saying it because you wanted to have sex and is that being directed at me like I just never like really understood that so I find even though we are going on 17 years deep whenever we talk about it my assumption is like Okay, is someone dropping draws now or, you know? That's like, crazy. <laughs> like, cause why are we talking about this? But I understand as, as we've gotten older that you can talk about sex without having to engage in it. But typically to me, it seems like it's like verbal foreplay. So it's just like, wow. oh, okay, let me get ready. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of that, question mm-hmm. six, do you need to share a favorite sexual positions with your partner? Now we're getting to the good stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's what you'd call that? Yes. Uh, I would say no, but the more sexually in tune you are with your partner, the better the sex will be generally. So I think that, you know, it would be problematic if your favorite position is absolutely your partner's like not favorite position, like position. If they're juxtaposed to it, then that would be problematic. But if you both enjoy something, right, like then cool, you don't have to share the same favorite ones, but you definitely should have a rhythm <laughs> with each other so that you're not going in different directions and the partner's like, hey, where are you at? What you doing? <laughs> right? Like you should kind of get a, a, a lay of the land, essentially. So you need a metronome. Excuse you? A metronome? Because you said the rhythm. To, a way to catch the rhythm. The no, you just have the metronome <laughs> go back and forth and you'll be good. You could both just aim for that. Uh, or just play Buju Bonton in the background. So you're making it so <laughs> complex now. Okay, Beanie Man instead. All right. That, that's easier. Exactly. I think it's fi- it's better to figure it out as you go, mm-hmm. but you should be open to trying new things. Yes, I know you concur with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to do, go with the natural flow of things. How wonderful for us, yes. True. Excellent. Question seven. <laughs> what is a misconception around sex? Probably a big one that is going away now as time goes on, because mm-hmm. I think people are they're getting less religious about things, but it's that it's wrong for single people to have sex. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. 
Because I think that's still a conception out there. There's people that say you shouldn't have sex. So they should just be just dry deserts until they meet their partner? Until you married or you're sworn off to somebody by your family. I mean, a part of me is like, oh, that's so wonderful. Then we'd have less disease. Yay. And <laughs> more then, terror. But yeah, you would have people who are really enraged. Enraged, yep. Yeah. You'd have a lot of bad stuff. You'd have a yeah, lot more bad be, things yeah, happening, really bad. I would no, say. People have to bust Because sure. the problem, like I said, that's... <laughs> You can't cage a beast, and that's what you're doing. You're caging the innate beast. See, and now we low-key rapists, okay. No, it's not about that, but everybody's a beast. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. They're all creatures of this planet. I'm you know that. I'm going to scream the next time someone says, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Literally. Really? They're like, please keep your pants no, on. No, you don't have to worry. That's why they're creating all the VR stuff, so it'll take care of everything. My poor son. <laughs> <laughs> they're what doing the VR. What world is he coming into? Goodness gracious. Well, he's going to be a distinguished gentleman. That's all I know. He may do the create the revolutionary device that once and for all says that you don't need another partner for sex. You hear that, KJ? You <laughs> are making sex innovation. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> He'll make a sex AI thing. Sex AI. I don't know. How wonderful. Oh, my goodness. So I think that's a really good point. Uh, I, I didn't even think about that as a misconception around sex. So that's a good one to share. For me, what I was thinking about that when you said, when you asked that question is really that like growing up, I always thought how media presented it in film and television, that sex was always something that should be romantic. But in reality, <laughs> I do believe that is a misconception uh, because I think that sex can be messy. I think sex can be angry. It could be frustrating. It can also be really funny. <laughs> like if you, you know, put a leg a wrong way or... The different sounds or smells. The smells? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a funny thing. I mean, it's it can be. It, or That's an interesting word. You know, ex- how do you ex- say this? Uh, like things, surprises that happen. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so there's a lot that happens in those moments of intimacy with another person or by yourself. So I think that the, that's a misconception. It's not just romantic. It's... It can, it, there's a lot of different emotions that get expressed while having sex with yourself and with others. <laughs> okay. Question eight. What do you think is the best age to start having sex? Mm, I would say there isn't one age that works best for everyone because everyone is on their own sexual path and it's all different for each and every one of us. Personally, I think 17 or 18 is probably a good starting point, but that's pretty much in connection to like my own personal narrative. So I feel like that is an age that I think going back, I think I, I would agree with that time uh, of when people start, but there's some people who are more sexually expressive before that or later in life. I think you have to, you have to know what you're comfortable with. And to be honest, the key is whenever you do it, are you going to regret it? Right? So do I think, do I think you can have sex at 12 and, and be fully okay with that decision per, personally? No. But I think if you had sex at 15 and you were a very mature 15-year-old, I think it could be. Like, I personally wouldn't have been ready to have it at that age. But, you know, it, it's going to be different for every person. What do you think, though? Yeah, I think it depends on the maturity, actually, of the individual. Mm-hmm. But the number I would put on it is 16. I, I think 16 why. is a good age to do that. To do the deed. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, because 16, it splits evenly. You know? It's an even, <laughs> so it nice and even number. Yeah. 18's good, too, because, you can, again, you split it evenly. Ah. But the problem is it splits into 9, ah. which is then not even. Okay. But see, 16, at least, eight, we can eight, split it. Yeah. yeah. 
And look, we could split it again. That's, so you got we could uh, keep going. Logically irrational, but sure. No, but it, it makes sense. If you can keep splitting this number, mm-hmm. like, and it's still even, that means good things. We're about not looking it. for the square root of pi, you know. But that just tells you something. There's something <laughs> weird about numbers and what they mean in life. Three point one four. Uh huh. Yeah, but that doesn't <laughs> that, that doesn't apply here though. What applies here <laughs> is that sixteen is the best number. It's a magic number, and it it's one that you should stick with. Amazing. For, you know, right, right age for having I wonder sex. why you suggested that age number. Mm-hmm. Anybody can suggest anything. Yeah. I just told you why I suggested yeah, it. Yeah, I bet. Whoopty freaking do. <laughs> okay. Question number nine. Should you share your sexual history with your partner? I think it's important to do that, actually. Mm-hmm. You want to know if you're playing with a noob or a veteran Are when it comes to the sex to game. <laughs> <laughs> a noob? Yeah, because you just want to know. <laughs> Is this like uncharted waters? You know, you got to really get this down. You're so shameful. Because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be brutally awakened. Woo! Get it. See? Get it. So that's what it's all about. I know people don't don't want to. You want to understand how painful or how fun this is going to (laughs) be. Or if no, if you have to be a teacher for somebody. Oh, snap. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Well, there's always a lesson to be learned. (laughs) <laughs> what I mean, sense, there, there can yes. be, but some people need more lessons than others. Oh snap! Because <laughs> this one hundred and one, or are we in the you, you the know, advanced four hundred yeah, level class? That's what you got to wonder. Yeah. So that that's why it's good to know, but unfortunately, people like to lie about it either way. Well, because there's so much judgment, right? Because if of men, say yeah. a man has only had sex with, and not only, my bad, if a man has had sex with, say, six people, and a woman has had sex with ten people, he's going to look at her and feel a certain kind of way about that. Oh, yeah. Right? Use goods. Take that back, Khalil. <laughs> <laughs> Take that back right now. That's not funny. What? That's Come not on. funny. <laughs> no, I'm saying what they do. I'm not saying what I look like. I'm not saying I would say that. I'm just saying this hypothetical man you're talking about. That's what he said. That's not appropriate. What I'm saying is that it's, it's, we have to be even like, we just have to be careful about labels, right? And I think that for some people, a sexual history of 10 people or more might be called one word. A person who said they've had sex with 100 people or more called one word. A person who said they have had sex with two people, a, a certain type of word is called. So I just, I think that if there was less judgment, then people would feel maybe more free and, and open to being vulnerable and sharing that. But, uh, but I, you know, the truth is, is that mm-hmm. a woman having unprotected sex is more dangerous than a man having it. It's illogical what you're suggesting. <laughs> because you know why? Because either way, the woman could be stuck with the baby. The man could go to Costa Rica. Yeah, but the point is, sexual the, transmitted the diseases works that still in every does. gender. So. Yeah, but I'm just saying women have another level to think about. It's another compared, level of, of consequence. Because technically but a man can parties, run away from their yes, but, responsibility. You know, a woman can't. STDs follow you wherever you go around the world. So. Yeah, STDs do. But. Yeah, so that's why we always advise people to have safe sex regardless of your gender. If you have uh, safe sex, then then yeah, yeah, then it's the same. But if you don't, that's where the problems really get crazy. Yeah, absolutely. But again, just if you got pregnant, you don't have to have a baby, right? So there's different outcomes. But see how you have to think about it? The man doesn't even have to think about that. But the biggest concern in this world is the STDs and the the diseases because those are consequences you have to live with forever versus a baby. You don't have to live with that consequence. So, Well, you live with your choices. You have to live with the choices around it. yeah. And you you live with that forever. Yes, you do. But again. It never leaves. It's not like, well, you know, it never happened. It actually did happen and you had to make a choice either way. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I would say I would agree that you should share the your sexual history just because if there's something with your sexual health that could be compromising to whoever you're sleeping with, that would be critical. So for instance, if you have an incurable disease and if you had unprotected sex with that person and and you could transmit that to the other person it is the rightful thing (laughs) to share that with the other person so they understand who they're sleeping with and i personally believe you should take the policy of honesty is the best policy in a relationship and if you don't feel that you can be honest then that's more telling of the relationship you're in and maybe that's maybe you shouldn't be taking your relationship to another level where you're having sex because you should be you should always feel free to share who you are and if someone is making you feel uncomfortable then maybe that person doesn't deserve to have sex with you because you shouldn't be judged for who you are and what what you did in your past life happens we we all have different things that we go through and again sex is just one piece of it it's not it's not the the determinative of who you are as a person so you know we have to keep that in mind and when we're talking about partner i think we're talking about not a one-night stand uh oh interesting so because then you don't have to of course not no you don't necessarily have to share it in a one-night stand but i would say i would advise safe sex then and the, uh, definitely well, you should always be doing safe you should sex, always but unless you, you absolutely need to in a one night stand situation yeah. <laughs> absolutely right because because it also gets weird right like as married people i i will still have doctors ob's that will say hey are you having safe sex with your husband and it's like <laughs> i hope you're not <laughs> you are an animal <laughs> yeah, like if you if i had somebody a question they said yeah i would look i would say excuse me excuse me you are an <laughs> i would say excuse me that's what i would say to that how did you just see that <laughs> this is exactly why we're knocked up <laughs> <laughs> no you have to let let nature do its thing nature will always find a way yeah laid your seed left and right <laughs> Nature will find a way. That's what I say. Okay. What is this? Jurassic Park? It's a very strong, but real (laughs) phrase. It is. Keep it moving. (laughs) Question 10. Do people really care how many people you slept with? In my experience, yes and no. I personally have never had a conversation with like in for in and again to preface this in heterosexual relationships because uh, I can only speak to that. Well, narrative. yeah, that uh, makes sense. And because in people who I know who are been who are in homosexual relationships, I haven't had that be expressed to me as a concern. And it, same as in heterosexual relationships, they haven't been like, "Oh man, he slept with ten people, and I've only slept with four people." Like I haven't heard that context, but I I would say that people are more interested in like wanting to make sure that they're the person they sleep with is a good lover like not necessarily like the the lineup of of how many players they played game the game with but more so because you can you can have an extensive history and also be a bad lover right like because you can sleep poorly with a lot of people or you can you know sleep have a, a shorter roster list and be an excellent lover so i i i think that like for me personally I cared about that, but only because I was more of a novice or newbie, as you would have <laughs> delightfully described it earlier. Noob. 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 Newbie is so like 2001. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you were taking it back. You were going retro on folks. Yeah. Well, I was aging myself, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> How lovely for me. <laughs> but, and so I always thought like, 
you know, the person I would end up with would not necessarily have a long roster list, but I wouldn't have been mad if that was the case or not the case. Like ultimately, as long as you, I think you, you just want a partner who makes you feel like you're the most important person in the room with them, right? Like, so whether they can, they've done that for a hundred women or they've done that for two women, whatever, like it is what it is. I think it's just about making sure that like, when you are being that intimate with someone that you feel special and experienced, but. All right. Well, I just think the answer is a straight yes. <laughs> There's no. Like, There's no gray for you. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, I just think that's what how people are. They want to know, mm-hmm. but as you said, I mean, they will actually judge you for it. Yeah. And I think they'll judge you critically for it. So the thing is, it's like from a man's point of view, they, mm. they want to know this, how many people this, this woman has slept with. They just want to know. Careful. And then women, they're just <laughs> interested in knowing if the, how many women that the guy has slept with yeah. because they want to know, is this guy like a dirty dog kind of thing? And will he stay there or is he just going to keep going for more? Like, can I satisfy? The man, like, no man can satisfy her. Well, yeah, I don't think any woman can satisfy a man. I think a man, you guys (laughs) just have to give up, essentially. (laughs) Because I don't think you'll ever be satisfied. Because even when you have the perfect woman, uh, and no one's perfect, uh, but the closest thing you can get to perfection, you guys will still cheat and leave. So at the end of the day... We have that conversation all the time. Men are trying to get the sex. They have the 500 billion sperm cells to distribute. So they're trying to get the sex. Yeah, that's why y'all need to be on birth control. <laughs> I mean, they, they can. I, yeah. I mean, some men can. These ones that just are, if you're not trying to have children, then yeah, then that would make mm. sense. Mm. I wouldn't be against mm. that for guys that, you know, they don't want to have children. It's just so interesting how, like, I feel like people think about it. And again, I don't think it gets genderized. It just depends because there's some men what? who are not superly sexually active like that and they're okay with that. And there's some who are, as you're saying, just, you know, every day is just like, who can I bang? Like, But I think in general, <laughs> men are just sexual Creatures, beings. Yeah. And regardless even of which orientation they are, I think just men in general, mm-hmm. I would just go by that. Like, I think men oh. just on the... <laughs> Just generically, they are more sexual than women. And I believe it's because of biology. We'll definitely have to like do another episode around that because I think we have to like, it would be nice to contextually see what some of the science. Yeah, we can see what the research has shown. I I don't have the research to back up what I'm saying. No, this is just our question and answer situation. But yeah, we'll have to check this out. Question 11. Does having an extensive sexual history make you a better lover in bed? No, of course not. This mm-hmm. is the easy one because I don't think experience having lots of it makes you get better. It's like if you play golf and no one ever told you the goal is to hit the ball into the hole, you would keep hitting this ball as hard as you can without getting feedback of what you should be doing. So that doesn't mean you're getting better at golf, right? No one ever told you hit the ball in the hole. What kind of freaky example is this? <laughs> no, it's, it's a true example, I'm though. Pray for you, because boy. imagine if you play you play lots of golf, but no one ever told you what the goal is. So you're just hitting balls left and right, like yeah. Willy Willy, just yeah. You crazy. hit. Let's say you hit a thousand balls, and you never. You're well, you never got the hole in one. Then you're not a hey, great golfer. Hey, and hey, let's hey. talk about someone who's played golf once and they got hole in one on the first try. They win. On, they're obviously an excellent lover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they can get a hole in one on their first game of golf, that's crazy. They're Mr. Poppy. <laughs> yeah, see? They didn't have extensive oh, history, but they were able to do it. 
You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. The podcast that keeps it real and honest. I would agree with you. I don't think necessarily extensive sexual history is going to make you a better lover. I think learning the wants and needs of your partner and being open to it is probably going to make you a better lover and understanding what turns your partner on. We all get turned on by different things. So the more that you incorporate how to like if you're if you are a server i think in the sexual arena and you are all about like making sure that your partner is really feeling good in the experience they will like explode (laughs) for you in ways that i think uh, people underestimate so i think learning the the wants and needs of your partner is better than just yeah like you're saying how many times you've uh done the dirty dance (laughs) that's important Question 12. How important is foreplay when it comes to the overall sexual experience? It depends on what you're into. So like for me, I'm all about communication. So uh, the more loving language that's shared with me, uh, that always will drive me crazy much more than like slow kissing or rubbing. But uh, I also am because I come from Jamaican rage. Uh, <laughs> I turn on for me. It's usually like me picking a physical fight with you and stuff like that. And something must be wrong with you. <laughs> so, like, so some people, their foreplay might be like soft, like oil massages and stuff like that. And I would love like romantic language and like a fist fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That would drive me crazy and turn me on. Uh, but only if, like, I'm in the mood for that. It depends. But I can be very playful and ridiculous and goofy. And so I guess it's a part of it. But it's I don't think of my – because of what I'm into, I don't think that that would deem me qualified as normal foreplay. But what are your thoughts? It might not be normal, but foreplay can be physical, mental, or oh, virtual. Okay. Oh, so. here you go. Virtual. <laughs> yeah, I got to put For it out the there. For COVID-19 folk, right? Yeah, they got to have some other way. You know, it's, oh, that's the thing. Where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, my so God. There's different ways you can get your foreplay in. And either way, it's the best way to elevate your sexual experience. So I think you... If you if you take the foreplay out, you're you won't be experiencing the biggest high you could get from the sex. Why don't you share what your what you consider is good foreplay then? Oh uh, well, I like being smacked with money in my face. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a liar! You're such a liar! When cold hard cash hits me in the face, the COVID cash. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes coins, but <laughs> usually bills smacked across my face. That really gets me into the mood. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. delectable. Come yeah, on. isn't that an interesting foreplay? I hope everyone who's related to you listens to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just we both have interesting foreplays. I know, I'm violent, um, but... <laughs> It is what it is. Question number 13. Is there anything you wish you knew before having sex? I wish I knew about foreplay. Oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) Please elaborate. So I wish I knew the way to get to your highest sexual peak is to actually engage in foreplay beforehand mm-hmm. i wasn't i didn't know that when i was younger so mm-hmm. now now i at least know about that 
Oh, so before you were hit in the face with cash, you just ran right into the deed. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you rolled. <laughs> no, no, you I just drop draws and just was like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> drop draws? Yeah. <laughs> you have to drop draws for it? Oh, snap, you kept your draws on. Ah, okay. I mean, I'm just saying, you could do so different just, ways you can do just stuff. Just open the zipper situation. You can do different, <laughs> yeah. what do you open the zipper? You can just rip it in half. Wow. wow. You can rip your pants or whatever you're wearing. That's fun, too. You are the hunter. Yeah. <laughs> destroy your clothing and pursue. <laughs> you yeah. love clothing and money way too much for that. So to you destroy my clothing? Yes, you tell entails. What if my clothing's already holy? Well, there you go. See? That's why people buy those clothes with holes in it. To stick their genitalia out of it? Yeah, maybe. Excellent. It just makes it easier. Easier nice. access is what I think about Phenomenal. when they buy that stuff. I'll never look at holy jeans ever again. Yeah. Now you know why they really did it. Amazing. Crazy. So, <laughs> I would say what I wish I knew before uh, first embarking my own sexual journey is that sex is different every single time you have it because your lady parts and his parts are not robots. So, you guys are going, and again, we're talking in a heterosexual relationship here. Uh, you are not going to have the same experience every time you have sex, right? So, like, you could have like a really phenomenal time one time and the next time could be like eh. or the next time like you're she's not really into it so it's just like eh, that kind of hurt or <laughs> uh he might not be into it so you might have you know like oh what's up with you <laughs> like it, it changes it's it's not the same thing every single time and uh and so you just have to be open to new experiences and just enjoy the ride and, and really let go of expectations and just try to be present and not think about like what happened last night or last week or last year just like Every sexual endeavor is a new endeavor. And so just trying to make the most out of it every single time, as opposed to like being very, as an overthinker, at least that's what I, I've come to understand that like, you can't compare the experiences every single time because they may or may not be great every single time, but it's, it's about just being there with your partner and just having as much fun as you can. Okay. Mm -hmm. You seem a little sad from that answer. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's just a sad state of affairs. You know it's true. You know sex every time is not like, you know, the pinnacle every time. You know that. I mean. Question 14. Oh, Steph. <laughs> yes. Did you feel fully prepared to have sex before you did it? Oh, not at all. I didn't even really know what I was doing. Uh, I think that's very common when people engage in their journey the first time you just you're like i i think this is how you do it this is what they did 16 candles what do we do lay here i don't like i don't you know you're just like for me um boys were always a mystery so i never really understood yeah like what you were supposed to do and i personally wasn't deeply involved with watching porn too much as a kid uh, so I didn't necessarily get the fictional depiction of what it should be. So it was a totally, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, it was definitely very awkward and weird. How about you? Well, as exhibited by my last answer, mm -hmm. I have to answer no. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> One word answer, that's it? No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I already talked about my the last thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if I knew about foreplay, then it may have been different. Uh, then I may have been fully prepared. <laughs> that's all you need. So you just, because foreplay was missing, then you feel like you, that, that was the I wasn't the only prepared, thing. yeah. If I knew about okay. foreplay, I'd been ready. Fair enough. Okay. That's my answer. 
Excellent answer. Yeah. Question 15. Any regrets with your sexual past? This this question's easy. I tried uh-huh. to live with no regrets. So sex and sex on. Just keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got to keep it going. Yeah. Why, why regret it? It was part of your experience that you wanted. So that's great. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. You got what you wanted. Oh, snap. I don't know if you deserved it, but you got it. Ooh. <laughs> that's the thing. Ooh. You conquered and you've you've pumped like you know laid your seed and you you've moved on. Who are we talking about here? I'm not. I don't know how open you want to be about your sexual bass. <laughs> that's, up to, <laughs> that's up to you, my love. Oh, the, you, this but. is trying to be directed at me. I say I don't live with regrets. That's. A, I mean, you went on to this whole conqueress and yes, other things. This is a conversation between you and I. You understand? Yeah, but I don't know if you're talking <laughs> about hypothetical beings though. Or do you are you hypothetically having sex with people? <laughs> 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 or are you not having? Are you talking sex about conquests and stuff? I don't like. This seems like if we were to talk about someone who has conquests, like co- conquests mm-hmm. of people. So that's mm-hmm. just weird. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how it's directed at me. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't I see knew any connection. This was going to be one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I knew it would be hilarious. I knew you were um, gonna get a giggle out of this. This is amazing. Thank you so much. So. I agree with you. No, there's no reason for you to regret your sexual experience unless something happened to you that you didn't want to happen to you, right? And so thankfully, I guess in both of our cases, we could say that everything we sexually experience is not something that was done against us and without our consent. So we are in a, you know, a blessed position to be able to say that because not everyone can say that. And uh, yeah, no, I don't regret anything. I think Sex provides a learning experience w- about yourself and about others. Uh, you know, so I take those lessons and uh, keep it moving forward. Yeah, as you say, you you do your deed and you keep it moving. Yeah. Question mm-hmm. 16. What is the best part of having sex? Mm. So this is definitely like the the romantic in me. I think when you have sex with someone you love, it just seems more meaningful and memorable and and again, I think that that could apply to any gender, sexual orientation, any of that stuff. I think that, you know, whether it meets the mark of like what is good sex or great sex, you know, medically or or societally is irrelevant. I think it's just about like having that intimacy with someone that you wanted. Like it's so it's so satisfying, like wanting someone and then being able to like sexually experience something with someone and then like having that with them and having that memory and having that experience. I think that that's remarkable and delicious and just a wonderful thing to go through. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mine is that it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's the release of tension. You're a complete dog. Yeah. That's how I feel was the best Excellent. part. Not sleeping with someone you love, just literally no. just the end, the outcome. Yeah. How lovely. Uh, it's the physical outcome is what it does to the body. Ah, uh, it puts you at ease and can make you feel calm. Give After you a good night's 16 sleep. years of love, that's your answer, eh? <laughs> yeah, because I don't think... I mean, you. some people express their love in sex, but some people express their love in different ways. Mm-hmm. So that, that's So obviously yours is expressed differently then. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't equate the two. Ah, the two could be ah, mutually so exclusive. The sex, and the, money, uh, the sex and the love is different. <laughs> yeah, they, they can be mutually exclusive. Uh, They're not bound to each you. other. How lovely. That's all I'm just saying about them. Ah, uh, that's excellent. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to know it, at You're least. You're cruel and unusual. <laughs> Question 17. It says, watching porn improve your sexual skills. This, 
answer depends. Ooh. Because some movies are educational and some are just for fun. You're shameful. Expand upon your answer. You want me to expand on that? Yes. I mean, I don't. I don't make these movies. Some movies I teach know, you about right. some. Some movies teach you moves, <laughs> and some movies do things that. Well, they have all this editing and stuff, where it's, mm-hmm. it's impossible to do, and they make they have the weirdest reactions. Where this is just a this is a fake film. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. If if you're watching all these fake films, you can't be like, well, let me give that a try because it's not going to work out how you expect. It's not going to have that same ending. Like, the pizza man doesn't come and deliver more than pizza. It's stuff like that. Are you referring to 80s porn? No, I'm referring to... And you can find oh, many pizza porn. Pizza. Okay. Yeah, you can find that. Like, Sorry, where pizza man comes in. Sorry, the ones I watch are more in. savage, and there's no pizza involved, yeah. Then exactly. See, those <laughs> ones are just for fun. But yeah. the pizza man one, it's a fake education. It makes you think a delivery guy can bring more than the food that if they I are supposed that, to bring. If I saw that, I'd be horrified to ever order pizza. <laughs> Horrified. If they open the pizza yes. and there's something else yeah, in the yeah. box, horrified. This is a nightmare. Yeah, see, that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, it depends, but there are there are ones you watch and it's like, oh, all right. There's okay. a whole like background to it and interesting. They they show you how to like woo somebody. There can be some stuff. How to woo someone? Yeah, they with have, or without their genitalia out. Without huh? that's there. Those are the real professional ones, and mm. they're long. You gotta like wait through it. Oh yeah, no, I, I have no patience for that. I want to get right to the deed. Yeah, uh. but, but a lot of them are just nonsensical. They don't make any sense. Okay, weird fantasy land stuff. Uh, so I guess I would disagree with you. I would say for me, when I think of porn, and at least the ones that I prescribe to watching, I would say they're all fictional. And no, I don't think it improves. Uh, the sexual skills of the people who would be watching it. I would say that's a, a similar kind of analogy to like, would you watch Lord of the Rings to learn how to be, how to live your life? Like, no, that's a fictional film. <laughs> you're not going to ever be Frodo. Uh, and so. But you could watch Game of Thrones and learn the Throven language or exactly, whatever. Exactly. And called. not use it in actual. But that's life. a real thing. Yeah. That's, people can learn the language. Sure. And, and people talk to play each the other Harry Potter it. game in real life, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, people see? lose their mind all the time. You can go LARPing <laughs> and stuff like that. How wonderful for them. That's still not getting you a job. <laughs> like, what I don't know. Yeah, see, he's could. saying that. I don't know it about could, that. It could, actually. And then they could be in those. This world, it totally. They could. can be instructors yeah. in escape rooms, you know, might give you more. I guess experience in those kind of fields. I what don't know. What is our child going to experience when when he arrives? Like, what is he? Going He's gonna to find there's new fields that have popped oh, up. God. I'm gonna pray for our little one. That's good. <laughs> I'm gonna pray. Question eighteen: What is the funniest part when it comes to sex? Oh gosh, there's a lot that could be said there. Uh, I think the one that I f- feel most comfortable discussing. <laughs> Would be the noises. The noises always get me. Wow. There are many different noises that can occur. I'm not going to detail them. I think I think people have to use their imagination here a little bit. And uh, I would just say, depending upon the moves or how much uh, junk is in the trunk, it gets very interesting. Really? The noises. Very interesting. How about you? All right. I think it's when you experiment with moves and they fail honorably. Honorably, ah. Yeah. So how do you fail honorably exactly? Well, you keep your pride and your dignity. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way. (laughs) Who needs those anyway, though? 
Yeah, Especially well, if it having sex. Exactly, yeah. You should totally release. That's what, I mean, that, that happens. It happens. That's amazing. Question 19. Is sex fun? Yes. Yes and yes. Perv. <laughs> Do you need more answer than that? It's up to you. If you feel oh. like elaborating, you're welcome to. Oh, so elaborate elaborate on it? Well, it's fun because it's it's something that you want to do over and over again. And you can't get enough of it. So you that's... mean like reading the Bible? Is the Bible a new game? That... <laughs> is it the sequel to Grand Theft Auto or something? What is this? <laughs> this sounds like a different type of game to play. Uh, okay. Okay, okay. And okay. You, you read the Bible, right? I don't know what that read means. Mm, read. Nice. It means something else. Okay. It must. I would agree with you here. I think sex is definitely adult fun and joy. I think it is something that should only be endeavored when you feel ready and comfortable and with your consent. And I think it's it's definitely something to look forward to if you aren't already having it. You might be intrigued after this episode. <laughs> and if you are a fan of it, you know, hopefully it intrigues you to go and <laughs> pursue it. All right. Okay. Exactly. Question 20. Does sex actually relieve stress? Uh, I think it depends for the person. Like, not necessarily all the time for everyone. Uh, I think... It can be, but it can also create stress for some people because for some people, when they engage in sex, they have, they want to have it in a certain type of manner. So, you know, maybe you're not into like, what do we call jungle sex where people just don't have shower, they haven't showered and they're kind of. <laughs> you mean when you're filthy? Yeah. When you're filthy and someone's like, Hey, I want to just do you. Right. And you're like, Oh wait, let yeah, me clean. Some people love that. Yeah. Uh... Let me clean every hole. Careful. Wait. <laughs> And some people don't. And so that can be really stressful and, and not very fun if you're forced, not forced per se, but if you're encouraged to have sex in a in a manner that you didn't want to, then it's not stress relieving because you're like worried about the smells and the noises and the, you know, all of that stuff. But it depends wow. on what kind of, what type of sexual partner you are and like, what are your sexual requirements, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. For men, it absolutely relieves stress. Absolutely, 100%. As you talk for about men. yourself. Mm-hmm. I talk about myself, but I speak for the gender of man. Stop it, Kalu. Because it, that's, I mean, that's just the biology of it. Bam. <laughs> You're not even considering the men who struggle to have sex if they have a, you know, a sexual issue. Oh, well, I know. That's the, not stress really The thing that they, they have all the commercials about. Yes, the dysfunction. erectile dysfunction. Yes. Yeah, they have all that these would, code words for it. That would not be stress it. relieving. Well, no, but actually having the sex would be. That's the funny thing about it. But the it. process of it, if they fail at We're not, not fail, my bad. Uh, no. If you are See how struggling you're going into this? to keep the erection. You're saying all this, but we're talking literally, does sex relieve stress? If you can have it, yes. Successful sex, of course, relieves sex. But if we're going to if it was a disaster, then of course not. Okay, That's... well, let's use different language, please. <laughs> we're having challenges and obstacles. Yes, the, the challenges, of course, it wouldn't. But just yeah. sex is, in general, it relieves yes. stress for men, definitely, 100%. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Question 21. Finally, guys. What is the best advice you have for those thinking about having sex who are not currently having it? This is probably the top advice that would be mm-hmm. number one on anybody's list. And especially in this day and age, maybe not in the stone age, but we wow. live in a world where this definitely counts. And mm-hmm. you better take this It to heart. always counts. 
I said it. I said that. Okay, you said maybe not the Stone Age though, but like. Well, I can't speak for the Stone Age. That's but what it I'm should saying. always count, right? As we live in the present, we're not moving backwards in time, <laughs> are we? If we move backwards in time, we've got a whole lot of other problems, don't we? Correct. If we're moving backwards, correct. I see, I mean, you you going in some other manner now. I'm trying to talk about the way that the universe is expanding right okay, now. Okay, fine. Everything's forward moving forward. Thinking, yeah. Yes. All right, and just knowing that, you have to make sure your partner consents before engaging in it. Okay, do you want to elaborate on what consent should be look it sound like look like? Well, consent is hard though. Mm -hmm. It is though. It's an interesting conversation though. (laughs) Even though it has to be done, it's hard Mm -hmm. because some consent is nonverbal. I know people don't want to say that, but sometimes it's like you both know it's going down and you both agree that it should go down. So it does go down. So consent can come in many different ways. It's easy to It needs to be clear and objectively. Uh, it it should not just subjective but one a good so a good rule of thumb is if the other person is really wasted and you just met them you bet you're best off not having sex with that person Mm -hmm. that's just a better way to go because then they may regret it and then say they didn't consent Mm -hmm. and you don't want to ever be put in that scenario where you it's whose word versus somebody else Yeah. yeah The person, can they really consent when they're drunk, you know? When you're really inebriated. No, not necessarily. Yeah. So it's good to get a yes. I mean, they're not going to sign a contract probably. Mm -hmm. But if you get the googly eyes and you both have it, then it might be going down. The googly eyes. Yes. The googly eyes. Yes, I said it. Mm -hmm. If both of you have those eyes on and you're really looking and there's a Mm -hmm. burning passion... This might happen. There's a burning passion. Yeah, then it's gonna. It's Is gonna there happen. hot oil involved? Like <laughs> no hot wax because that oh, doesn't God. get used enough. Oh, God. that's what I heard somewhere. It's it's not. It's I listen. I know people get all this. upset about this whole consent thing, but I they should, I can't yeah. think there's anything more delicious than someone saying like coming up to you and being like, "I really want you." Like say it and make sure the other person's like, "I want you too." Booyah! Like let's get it on. <laughs> like yeah, but what if they say no to that and they don't mean no? That's where it so gets crazy. So that's where it gets challenging. Yeah, they're saying. But no, that's why I also. I don't mean. Yeah, it. I don't. <laughs> I don't judge anyone for how how frequent how quickly they jump to sex with someone. But it is challenging to sleep with someone like you're saying on the first night because you don't know them and you don't you haven't learned their nuances because maybe they're saying yes because they feel like they want to say yes because they know you want to say yes. But if they didn't really mean it, you don't know them well enough to not to know that they they're saying yes but they don't mean it. And it's so it's better to like get to know people before you like. Because some just people, jump in. <laughs> some people, they just want to make out with somebody, and mm-hmm. then that's good and they, enough. And yeah, they don't, don't want to do go anything. for it. It's like, wait, you're doing all this, but you don't want to go to the yes, and that's their go all the way. Yeah, yeah, they have the right to do it, but it just sends a bad message, though. Well, it's it's the fact that you you guys aren't in tune. Because at least other, just give like know? light pecks, like you know, here's a peck on the lips, and but I'll see you, you later. What if you want like a really passionate makeout session with someone, but you don't want them to take their pants off? Like, <laughs> yeah, they know? haven't made devices for that yet. Yeah, so yeah. It's, <laughs> so that's a hard if you Yeah, you that. might just really just want to be all up in somebody's mouth, but like you're like, mm, I'm oh, not know, really interested in that. That makes yet. me think of the device we saw on mm-hmm. Shark Tank. I forgot what it looked like, but there was mm-hmm. some kind of like consent device that it had for husband and wife or something. Oh, yes. I don't know if you remember that. It was something strange. Yes, yes, yes. yes, you, yes, you, yes. If you both put your light on, then you and then consent, you both, then you both want, you're mm-hmm. both ready in the mood. It was something like that, but. I don't need a light. I need a. Hit on the chest. <laughs> no, you need the fiery passion in your googly eyes. I have none of that. <laughs> yes, you know, when you walk under the nice moonlight, then that's where you really feel it. 
Because think, all the energy of the moon comes through you and you, you feel think it. if I walk by you, that's consent. <laughs> that is not consent. I am trying to use the bathroom. Excuse you. <laughs> okay, that's what you're trying to do. Yes, I am trying to live my best life, please. <laughs> Let me live, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would say to answer the question, best advice for those thinking about sex who are not already having it is just to be ready. Uh, you know, this is just going to be one of the many experiences you have in your life. You want to make sure that you're prepared, that you feel comfortable, that you are consenting and you're saying yes when you really mean yes and when you really want yes. And regardless of how it comes out, the outcome, you know, just be, be excited for the journey and do it safely and, and just be ready to live with that consequence of it. So making sure that you've done your due diligence, you understand what sexual, what safe sex means for you and what you want it to be and making sure that the partners are also on the same page with you. And this is a very clinical answer, but it is what it is. I think at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's easy to just be like, oh yeah, let's just have fun and have sex. But like, there's a lot of thinking and consideration that goes within this. And so Uh, I just would say, especially when you're starting the journey and you don't know enough to just like try to get educated. And try to have people in your life that you can speak to about this. And if anyone doesn't want you to have sex or doesn't want you to like, doesn't want you to understand what that journey is for you, make sure you find people and and resources and medical professionals that you can speak to comfortably and safely that will give you the information that you need and the context you need. I just, I think that's the worst case scenario. Like I grew up where, you know, I was told you can have sex at 35 kind of a thing. And it's like... How lovely for you, like, but that's not happening, right? Like, so, uh, uh, you know, you have to be able to understand parents, especially your kids are going to have sex. Like we're having a boy. He's eventually going to have sex. (laughs) It would be behoove us to make sure he understands what sex means and what he, what that, the consequences of it and like making sure he's ready instead of being like, no, don't do this until you're 30. And then here he goes at 14 with a baby, right? Like, come on. So that's what I say to that. Okay. You've had enough, huh? I'm quite exhausted from this delectable conversation. I know what you're ready to do now. Yeah. Walk on by, huh? Oh, walk on <laughs> by. Walk on by. You like that? <laughs> All right. I mean, that's very interesting. Exactly. We are at that time again. It is the coming to the end of our 183rd episode of... Woke and free. There's something wrong with you. (laughs) (laughs) This was quite the episode. Doing another woke and free story time called 21 Questions About Sex. Woo! That's off the table now. But there are some subsequent episodes we definitely need to hit on from some of the things we talked about today. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we'll be discussing... What is ASMR? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. So that is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. If you want to hit us up on social media, go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok, at Woken Free. And then, of course, any type of collaborations or sponsorships, you can easily find us where? Contact us page at WokenFree.com. 
If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.